Hi everyone, before we start this week's episode, we have three quick announcements. Firstly, when we first envisioned creating this panel show podcast, we had pictured doing about two seasons a year, but now with the pandemic, we're not quite sure when the next season will happen. So please stay subscribed to the podcast because season two will eventually happen with brand new guests and we might even do some bonus non-live episodes if things do take a while to get back to normal. So stay subscribed and keep those letters coming in. Secondly, if you've enjoyed the season, please spread the word. Share the link, write a review. It takes a while for a podcast to build an audience, so every recommendation counts and will help us to make more of these. Finally, we didn't want to leave you empty-handed during the break, so if you enjoyed this, then please look out for a brand new podcast we've made starting next week called Citizen Lame, where Dylan and myself battle it out to get Andrew to watch a movie of our choosing. It's a film podcast for those who love film and those still on the fence. You can find the link in the description. But in the meantime, we really hope you enjoy this last episode of season one of Agony Uncles. Welcome to Agony Uncles with the Brother Street, a show about life's quibbles and how to solve them. We're a bit like a high school library. You're only here because you got detention. <laughs> I'm Andrew and joining our resident Agony Uncles tonight on Simon's team is host of the Weekly Noise and professional Twitterer, Yassine Bar. And on Dylan's team, he was taught by the Brother Streep's bass guitarist's father, it's <laughs> Alan Committee. <Yeah. laughs> What a title. <laughs> okay. Is that true? Uh, apparently, yeah. yeah apparently, Who was your... Uh, Mr. Graham? Roger Graham. Roger Graham. <laughs> Roger, let's do a twist around the field, Graham. Roger, let's do a twist That's around the field, That's how you would refer Graham. to when, you, when he coached hockey, you'd, shout, you'd hear him on the bottom field <laughs> shouting, let's do another twist around the field. And it used to be hilarious because no one knew what that meant. <laughs> <laughs> Round one is Dear Streep, where our teams will be given real agony aunt letters and be asked to help. So here's our first letter. Dear agony uncles, my husband in the past obsessed over Lego building, his drug of choice, Star Wars. We have been married for plenty years now now blissfully without any issues. However, recently a friend has been luring him back into this murky world, and I'm not going to lie, I've noticed a personality shift as he morphs into characters. I suppose my question to you is this, is it normal to hear a husband making Chewbacca sounds from the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> that's from, that's from Wookiee in the Western Cape. So, oh, right, a man well. after my own heart, 2D2. Oh, <laughs> hey, hey, Love Look at you. <laughs> she should be Princess Leia. <laughs> Underground. <laughs> yeah. We edit some of them out. Um, tell me, does anyone do a good Wookiee impression for those that don't know what a Wookiee sounds like? Ooh. I've not tried one. I'm almost nervous to make the noise to see. You yeah. know what? Uh, uh, yeah. Any of those things we try the noise and end up pooping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any, anyone? Any, we'll open it up. Who anyone? Good Wookiee? Anyone? I'm sure there's Who someone here. Who gives good Wookiee? Oh, very good. That is a professional. I'm a Wookiee. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this. Uh, I'm more of a Star Trek fan. Okay. I'm a Trekkie. Do you know what I mean? And so, right. so I don't understand. Right. The I don't know the rules here. I know this is episode six. Are we allowed to change the teams? <laughs> like when new information oh, presents you, itself. I like Star Trek. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, oh, you bought the, the also like the four trekkers. Is that the same? <laughs> I don't know much about uh, sci-fi. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan, I know that you like Star Wars. So has this been a gateway to doing Star Wars impressions? I once I drove to Sedgefield. Um, do you know where Sedgefield is? The final frontier. 
I, mean, I was going to say a galaxy far, far away. Um, I spent the first 40 minutes or so, I was driving on my own, and it's a long drive, just talking through Star Wars out loud to myself in all the different oh, accents. Oh, that's... Wow. That's For the fun of it. How far did you get? Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a fan of the early, late movies? Or of the later early movies? Um, the, that's a good question. I like them in the, the kind of conventional order. Four, five, six. Yes. One, two, three, four, five, point two. Skip out, do a tangent, come back, <laughs> reach around. Yeah, reach around. Oh, well, sure. <laughs> sure. All right. I think we know which episode that is. Oh, yes. <laughs> I think we do. <laughs> um, Simon, yeah. how do you feel about Star Wars? Lego. Or Star Wars Lego? Wow. All right. Well, Star Wars, kind of a fan, but not a major fan. Lego, big fan. Okay. And I'm so glad that I'm not a major fan of Star Wars because then I would be a major Star Wars Lego fan. And that would be terrible for finances. I think for the amount you can buy the Lego Death Star, you could probably buy the Death Star. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's exorbitant. Also, what has more parts, the movies or the Lego? <laughs> I prefer being more like free world with my Lego. I remember when I was young, I made a little house uh, for a Christmas beetle. And, and Lego teaches you about life because in that night that I slept while the Christmas beetle slept tucked away in its Lego house, I realized the importance of oxygen. Because when I woke up, <laughs> woke up in the morning, the Christmas beetle had, had died. Mm. Your understanding of what a house looks like is very concerning. <laughs> Where did you grow up that there was no windows in the house <laughs> or a roof that was flat? <laughs> Where's your mother? <laughs> I don't have uh, kids. I have out of the loop. Uh, is Play- oh, I don't know if kids, but I've got Star Wars Lego. <laughs> no, no, okay. I was going to ask, uh, is Playmobil still a thing? Cause it, I, that's trying to still be oh, a thing, it, yeah. Really? So it's in the picture. Yeah, it How is. old are you? <laughs> you started You're this episode really poorly. <laughs> I mean, there's a strong tension between us. And now the whole thing, oh, I'm Muslim, I'm Muslim. I'm Jewish, my friend. <laughs> I'm not Jewish. I'm half Jewish on my manager's side. But I... <laughs> <laughs> so you're like Jewish. Jewish. <laughs> so what is this thing between us, though? Yeah, what is Andrew? <laughs> <laughs> is a Gaza stripper? That's what he is. <laughs> so an answer. I think it's worrying to hear um, Chewbacca sounds from my husband in the bathroom. If it's not, let's say, in the shower, that can be fine. He could just be doing impressions. I don't make Chewbacca sounds when I'm in the shower. Alone. <laughs> You know when you get older, it's harder to like reach your feet. <laughs> Sometimes I make noises when I sit down, Alan. What am I meant to do? Why are you I, looking at me? Because <laughs> you're the old one. We've established you as the patriarch of this uh, group. <laughs> I think if he's sitting on the toilet making Chewbacca sounds, we've got a problem there. I said it. Okay, that yeah. is the problem. I that's think, when it becomes a problem. I think you said in the letter. I think that they'd be married for plenty years. So there's kind of no turning back. I yep. think the wife should just lean into it, okay. join in the fun, start making Star Wars sounds as well. Maybe she's on the loo making some R2 sounds. Mm. Unless, of course, it's a number one, in which case it's R1 sounds. Eh? Yeah. There you go. I think the wife should just throw Lego pieces on the floor, like Ooh. by his feet, and just oh, trap him wherever he goes. That's wow. good. Just throw it in his shoes. Just Evil, throw it in good. everything. Well... Uh, I must say that I like the vindictiveness of throwing the Lego on the floor, so I'm going to give the points to Simon's team. Yes. yes. Well done. Mm-hmm. Um, did, did you guys know that Lego is a Danish company uh, and that the word Lego translates directly to, ah, my foot, 
I told you to put those away. <laughs> um, time for our next letter. And this one is extra special because it was handwritten from a member of the audience at a previous recording. So, dear Agony Uncles, so I'm walking in the airport and I trip just slightly over something. First instinct is to look back with a long stare at the spot I think it happened. What is a more dignified thing to do? In an airport, the ones I've been to, they're fairly busy. There's a lot of moving traffic, right? Mm. Last thing you want to do is suddenly stand still and (laughs) turn and look behind you. You're going to get stampeded like in The Lion King. Mm. (laughs) My new show to December the 10th. I think if you're going to an airport, you're expecting a long trip, aren't you? How do you fare on the on the clumsiness scale? Well, I've made a living out of it because I, when I started, I, my claim to fame was kind of doing physical comedy. I used to do pratfalls and walks, it runs into walk. So my solution mm. would be go big or you know yeah. what I mean, go low. Oh right. So I would trip, <laughs> fall up backwards. Yeah. Turn yeah, yeah. somersault up into wall, turn spit take. <laughs> Down. Reach around. Reach around. <laughs> <laughs> what a finish. <laughs> well, Yasin, do you have any protocol for covering um, up your own I mistakes? I would go back to the place of the scene of the crime and then I'd just be like, oh, everybody come look at this place, look at the bad tiles and then just take the attention off me and blame the floor. Okay. And then as the commotion happens, yeah. I would just... How oh, is gathering ghost. everyone towards you <laughs> taking attention off you? Because they saw me fall. Because okay. everybody always watches me. That's how I do my life. <laughs> <laughs> We've seen the Jim Carrey movie. That's how I believe I live. Anyway, I'll just call everybody and just go, look at the floor. The floor is unbalanced. Come, everybody, look, look. And then disappear. It's good. He sees himself in like a cartoon where like everyone makes a big kind of cloud <laughs> shit. Fists and legs are popping out and he just crawls out. Yeah. I like that idea. If you were just to go with the trip, if you just lean into it, but just continue almost like a running. See, that's how yeah. you kind of rebalance. Now just look like you're late for your plane. If you run fast enough, you'd overtake an SAA plane. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are all thinking um, too much about like recovering from the fall. I think what you need to do is actually fall kick up a huge fuss everyone will come over they'll put you on one of those little golf cart things oh, oh good oh. whizzing around through yes. the airport where everyone else yeah, has to walk Alan already goes around the airport on one of those little golf cart things <laughs> wow. yeah, it's an Audi it's <laughs> <laughs> 8 Dan for that one it's an Audi R8 guys okay well I love the idea of completely hamming up the mistake mm-hmm. and so I'm going to give the points to Dylan's team when I get off the plane, you know, even though it's faster, I never use those travelators. And that's just because I really don't want to bump into spider or granite or Sahara oh, or blaze or giant or jackal or shadow or thunder or tusk or wildebeest or any of the other gladiators. Gladiators, that is are a you ready? 20 year old reference. <laughs> you know, my wife said, don't tell that joke. <laughs> And I wanted to. And so, you go home and you tell her that they laughed. They laughed and they cheered for you like you were on the travelator. <laughs> okay, time for the last letter of the round, which we stumbled upon in the World Wide Web. I would like to throw a 70th birthday party for myself, but I don't want the guests to think I'm doing it to get presents. What should I do from looking to have fun? It's a strange thing, isn't it? Because mm. it's so easy these days. It's very kind of in these days to not ask for presents and in fact to say send money to charity yep. or buy do something good for yep. somebody else. Mm. So it's it's not really a 
So, I, I don't yeah. understand the issue. I don't understand why this question was put into the program. <laughs> yeah, you don't like this question I don't at all. like it. I personally okay. am getting very angry what with if it was, What if I said it was like a 20th birthday? Oh, that makes a yeah, huge okay. difference. That makes a 20th <laughs> birthday. There we go. What it's kind of games do you play at a 70th birthday party? Pin the tail on the life insurance. <laughs> <laughs> That's the games. Yeah. The beauty of the pin the tail game is that statistically, a lot of them will have started to lose their eyesight already. <laughs> So you can save a quick buck on a blindfold. Yeah. yeah. Ah, good thinking. I think maybe they play like, who, whose dentures is it anyway? Where they just all put their dentures out and, and they just go, whose is it? Is it mine? No, it doesn't fit. I think that this question is kind of leaning towards they do want presents, but they don't want their guests to know that they want presents, right? Okay. So it's that all, oh, we said no presents. Yes, yes, presents. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. I think the problem with the question, for, I'm sorry to yeah, 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 this, yeah. Yeah. is that 70 is not really old anymore. Isn't it? I, but it isn't, am I right? It's, yeah, it is. It's our target audience, like, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's my target audience. <laughs> like yeah. if, it, if you were 90, then I think you're starting to, that's more yeah. interesting. Well, let's, let me ask you this question then. What, what is the worst birthday present that you've been given? Anyone can open this. I was given cheese once. <laughs> really? Yeah, that was kind. I think it was a camembert or brie. I can't tell the difference between the two. Okay. It's the shape. Um, <laughs> You're really good to know the difference. But again, it's <laughs> cheese. How is cheese ever a bad gift? Whenever you eat cheese, you feel like you're better than other people. <laughs> <laughs> cheese and crackers makes me feel so good about my life. Camembert. <laughs> so any, any suggestions for this person? Any final thoughts? I think they're stuck because you're right. Like if you say you don't want presents, people automatically will just give you presents. It's like mm. Christmas. Our, every year, family's like, we're not doing Christmas presents this year. Mm. Inevitably on the day, mom gives you fair Russia. So yeah. there's no way around it. He's my favorite tennis player. <laughs> <laughs> I think the person must just take the gifts and then um, just rebrand the stuff yeah. of like, change, just put the topics over the name <laughs> and yeah. then go Merry Impossible Christmas. to tell. Yeah. <laughs> I say take all the gifts, rebrand them and then give it to other people. Don't That's even good. open them, just rebrand okay. them. Well, Don't even open them. Exactly, surprise, happy birthday, you five, here's a toaster. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's in there. I like it. I like it. Well, I think uh, judging from the amount of animosity I got from Dylan's team, I'm going to give the points to Simon's team. Well yes. done. Round two is worst world problems. And before the show, we gave our audience some first world problems and asked them to tell us which ones they related to the most. So, problem one, Dylan and Yassine, which statement do you think our audience found more annoying? I lost too much weight to fit into my wedding dress properly. Preach. Um, or, <laughs> or, I used to listen to podcasts while washing the dishes, uh, but now I have a dishwasher. When am I meant to get my podcast fix? Um, I assume we can all relate to the wedding dress one. Mm. Yeah. This, this yeah. particular panel. They are not going to want to actually put on weight to fill out that dress. Okay. Because they've done all the work. They've lost all the weight. Right. They don't want to put on the weight and then the dress comes off a day later or yeah. probably that night. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> That's how weddings work. <laughs> and suddenly they are plump again. Right. Sorry, Alan. <laughs> No, I'm sorry because I'm plump was a beautiful because you don't often right? hear the word we don't hear the word plump enough. Okay. You know? I can say it but, again. But the way you then looked at me as yeah. if to say I'm plump. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not No, 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 by all means no. <laughs> so the point is is that they should just wear the dress yeah. but put on a bunch of clothes underneath to yeah. fill out the dress. I don't think being too thin is a problem. Even yeah. if yeah. people will make that's easier well, to do than 
Yeah, the yeah, thing is, I started running, and then two years later, if I was to put keys or my cell phone into my pants, they would fall down. Mm. And that is a bit of an awkward problem to have <laughs> because you, look, you constantly look like you're walking around in your father's clothes. And no offense to my father, he dresses fairly well. Mm. I mean, he is still doing three quarters when the rest of us have gone higher up towards the knee, but it's still, it's still fine. It's still fine. It is, it's just, it is difficult because you don't want to complain because you look a bit, you know. But I think it's like, it's, it's one of those weird flexes that you can have. <laughs> oh, look. My clothes don't fit because I lost weight. Yeah, wow, yeah. my life is bad. Not about you. I feel like on your wedding day when people go like, oh, why doesn't the dress fit? Uh, it's like a great way, like a subtle brag that you can hit people with. The other one was uh, the, the podcasts while dishwashing and now they got a yeah, dishwasher. I feel like that is actually, that is a worse world problem. Mm. Okay, so you got, you're locking in that one. I also think, think that one. You think the podcast one? I saw the other day that sunlight is boasting that it has the cleaning power of a hundred lemons. That's, that's a lot of lemons. Yeah. And I also want to know why they've used lemons as the ultimate sort of unit to measure cleanliness. Why not? Cats are very clean. Why is it cleaning power of 20 cats? <laughs> That's true. Okay, I need an answer from you guys. Um, so, which I one do you think podcast. it is? You think it's a podcast? Mm -hmm. I go with podcast. You, are you both going yeah, podcast? Both, or both, or both, yeah, podcast? It's a podcast. Right, well, our audience said with 83% of the vote that podcasts was the yes. one. Well done, guys. You guessed it correctly. Okay, here's problem number two. Simon and Alan, you're up. Your problems are... After having a child, our friends keep bringing us free meals. I'm so sick of chicken casserole. <laughs> Versus, my new dog sitter doesn't send me pictures and videos of my dog while I'm out of town. So, there we go. So, recently, our bassist had a, had a child. And you, there was you, a, you know him, Alan. Yeah. I love yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there was a meal roster going around for, for their, um, their family. And quite fairly, they wrote that they wanted no spicy food. I think that's fair to say. And they also wanted everything to be in some sort of disposable container. And so because it's my group of friends, it meant the food list sort of developing these very interesting dishes. So there was a hot Durban curry mm -hmm. in returnable glassware. <laughs> there was a chilied tripe. <laughs> in an overdue library book. <laughs> and I think there was something else in a chest of drawers. It's just, it's just how we roll. <laughs> so the baby was not the only one dirtying himself. <laughs> the second one was my dog sitter doesn't send me pictures and videos of my dog while I'm out of town. Obviously quite a needy person. No, I don't think that. I think if you're a pet person, you love that. I oh, think your it? pet is the most important thing in your life, generally okay. speaking. And so I think probably that's would upset people more more than the chicken casserole <laughs> you know, who yeah. doesn't like a chicken casserole <laughs> no, right? casserole or casserole yeah that was a weird pronunciation what did I say well you casserole. said casserole <laughs> which it might well be I don't know and it's casserole I think it's casserole but it's not casserole it's a Russian dish so the kasa okay <laughs> <laughs> that is I think that's true I don't know that's true I've been a dog sitter before so yeah. I can kind of chip in a bit yeah. with that it was quite a sad story because the dog the dog was very old Old, and the owner said that don't worry Simon there's there's a good chance the dog will die um, while he's sitting, <laughs> sitting in the house it's not your fault don't, don't stress about it and then they took me around to the back garden where they had already dug the grave <laughs> oh my gosh oh 
Oh boy. I have so many questions. Oh, but man. the saddest thing about that is the dog obviously doesn't know. So the dog was probably just so excited that the owner was also digging up the back garden. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, like joining in. So did the dog pass away? Were Luckily you, uh, not. Well, wow. What do you guys think the audience said? So it's the I free meals. But mm. it's getting boring, or it's the dog and no I pictures. Think it's the dog. I think it's I think people are. Yeah. But wouldn't you just tell your dog so to send you a video? You, they're your employee. But they're not doing it. But they're not doing it. That's yeah, but the frustration. They must, they must just do it then. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, maybe, absolutely. Maybe they've blue ticked you and they've just done nothing. Imagine your pets had blue ticks. Oh my goodness. And one will return. What's up with that? <laughs> okay, you guys are going for? The meals. Okay, the dogs. Meals. 100% dogs. I 100% think it's going to be 100%, 100% dogs. Oh, I like dogs. that. I yeah. like that. Yeah, let's yes. do it. If it is, you'll get a bonus point. Oh, yes. Okay, I can reveal that it is 53%. <laughs> In favor of dogs. So you guys get okay, our final problems are the Wi-Fi is out of my office, so the vending machine can't accept credit cards and I don't have cash. Versus I can't stop the furniture from scratching my parquet flooring. So parquet, parquet, parquet. You pronounce it casserole. Okay. I'm not entirely too sure I know what parquet flooring looks like. Okay. If, if you were to have a lineup mm. of all the floor, if I got mugged by parquet flooring and I was asked to pick it out, I think laminate flooring will get done with the crime. <laughs> I think it can be described as like a, a top cross section of a Jenga game okay. over and over again, laid down on the floor. All right, that's helpful. That's helpful. I also yeah. think if you're working with a vending machine, you can't get upset at an inanimate object. The change is within. I don't know. In fact, there is one elevators in the News 24 building, which I've seen. I don't know how many other buildings have this, which is the new thing with elevators. You press the button on a kind of central console and you're saying you're going to floor 21. And then that console tells you which of the eight lifts you go to go to lift CD. Do you know mm. the system? Yeah. And then once you go in, there's no buttons in the lift. Yeah. Now, my thing is, what happens if you're standing with three people chatting and you're splitting floors they and chatting and you get on the lift with them and now you're stuck in there and you have no way of getting to you can be riding that lift for weeks what's that got to do with vending machines technology has been right. over engineered what is this thing with the internet controlling yeah. what was wrong with putting a coin in a, in a slot and scratching it for three hours beforehand so that Correct. it could read I would like like a punchable vending machine though because you know sometimes you see people eat the stuff and then the extra stuff fall out and I feel yeah. like I will put my money in and then punch the vending machine yeah. and then get my coke like as a reward you're describing a pinata <laughs> <laughs> but I want that in the office because <laughs> when I can't punch the boss someone needs to take a plane attention yep. Dylan yep. what do you say Vending machine. Vending machine. <laughs> Simon, no, no, no. twisting this wow, one. Wow, did not see that coming. <laughs> Let's Simon do a little twist. twist around the field. Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> what a callback. <laughs> All right, I think we'll go with parquet flooring. Why with not? The parquet, yeah, we're going with the flooring. I can Ooh, I'm tense now. Yeah. I can reveal that the audience said overwhelmingly 72% in favor of the Wi-Fi vending machine. Yes! <laughs> Well done. Okay, our final round is called Life Hacks. I will be posing real life problems to the teams and I'd like them to give me innovative solutions. So, something you'd be able to solve with everyday items. First up, I need a life hack for how to combat lack of sleep. Hmm. Die. 
Wow. That went straight into my eyes when you said that. Sounds like eternity I've not seen in a while. It's a rather permanent solution, don't Exactly. You think? So I'm here to solve problems. Yeah. <laughs> it is a solution. I'm now like a little power nap. Sometimes really? in my sleep. Sometimes I wake myself up <laughs> to have a power nap. <laughs> so I will do pre-naps, post-naps, inter-naps, super-naps. I think if you're struggling to wake yourself up in the day, the best way to do that is sort of get adrenaline going. So mm. just pick fights with people. Right. Yeah. Okay. I mean, grumpy people are doing that anyway from that. Okay. You might as well well, people in traffic it. on the way to work are doing that as well. Yeah. Just shout at everyone. Okay, well, none of you have the right answer. So the correct answer is apparently simply believing you've slept well, even if you haven't, will improve your <laughs> day's performance yeah, and yeah, mental health. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So you just lie to yourself. Yeah, you and just then, lie. You convince yourself that you slept well. Obviously, that's not gone down well in the room. <laughs> so let's move on to the next one, which is I need a life hack for how to get a fishy smell off your hands. I reckon this is quite easy to solve because I'm going to learn from toilet spray here. Toilet spray, famously, it doesn't cover up the smell. It just adds to the smell. So now you've got like fruits of the forest and poop. So, <laughs> you, you lean into the idea with your hands, you maybe fishy smell, right? So, you put some garlic in your hands, rub it around a bit, put some lemon on your hands, uh. rub it around a bit, put some potatoes on your hands, rub it around a bit. Then, someone's not going to go, Oh, your hands smell fishy. They're be like, Your hands smell delicious. And you solve like your that. problem. Yeah. yeah. I think you. I would just shake hands with everyone so that everyone's hands uh. smell fishy. Uh, cool. so then it's not, it's not the niche. Why are our hands fishy in this? Situation? Uh, it doesn't say, okay. um, but if I was. Maybe you're a piano player and you're constantly playing scales. Yes! Who's one of the show, Mr. Allen Committee? They've got such a groan, it could be one of Yassine's jokes. <laughs> well, do you know what? I like your, both of your guys' answers so much that I'm going to give you a point. But um, the real answer was to wash them with toothpaste. Apparently that works. If it works for your mouth, it'll work for your hands. Okay. Do they, um, do that's they what she said. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to top that joke. So okay. Carry on. okay. Right. So uh, moving on, I'd like a life hack for how to remove chewing gum from clothing. I, I instantly have a new suggestion. Okay. Toothpaste? Oh. <laughs> if it works it's, on your mouth, it works on your chest. I reckon you could probably chew it off. Okay. I mean, it's odd if, if it's not your clothing, that's a difficult one to initiate, <laughs> but you probably could. What about um, if it's on your pants, yeah. if you had jeans, you could just cut a massive hole around it, yeah. and then you'd have trendier jeans mm. with the huge holes true. in the knees and the legs and the ass. Very it's true. true. I like that idea because I used to have holes in my jeans and so I'm going to give you a point for that. Boy. Even though it's not the answer that I have, it is heat up some vinegar and rub the area. So. <laughs> is it <bubble> rub? Yeah. <laughs> if it works in the oh, mouth. No. <laughs> 50 Shades of Grey, Chapter 17. <laughs> well, I'm a bit scared about the next question, which is a way to get rid of a hickey. <laughs> this... <laughs> this is scaring this up makes here. me laugh because I once dated um, a girl who when she was at a school and it doesn't matter which school camps by high <laughs> she told me the story years later and it made me laugh so much and even now as I tell the story it makes me giggle she uh, snog yeah. from the Latin snogger snogger snog <laughs> she snogged her best friend's boyfriend yeah. and ended up giving him a hickey okay. and then her friend came to her Monday morning and said you gave and she literally stood with the boy and her best friend and said, it's not a hickey. 
And they both went, it is. And she said, it's not. It, she, she just did basically kind of Jedi mind trick. She said, it's mm. not a hickey. And she said it for about 10 minutes. In the end, they went, it might be a bruise. <laughs> it might be that he's hurt. And they believed her. Wow. I just love that if you insist, well, it's a Trumpian thing, isn't it? Yeah, you yeah. just insist <laughs> on an untruth enough times. Yeah. People will have to inevitably. She's saying it's a fake bruise. Credit. It's a fake bruise. It's always tough because women have it easier with having base and makeup to cover up hickeys. Whereas men, we exclusively have scarves. Which aren't very helpful mm. in summer. <laughs> we kind of got the raw end of the deal there. Has everyone worn a scarf to try to cover up? Well, I don't know why we have hickey. to cover up. We, we only ever cover up because we only deal in one hickey as a, as a people. It's yeah. always, I gave one hickey, that guy's got one hickey. You got to give loads. If you give loads, people stop asking questions. They think it's contagious. Looks like <laughs> they think it's weird. <laughs> yeah, they put a, put a plastic cone around your neck and <laughs> leave you alone. Okay. Why is hickey seen as so common and kind of like low? It's a weird. Because why? It's a lovely sensation. It's part of foreplay. It's a thing. Why, why are we saying, well, you got the, you got the physical yeah. manifestation of it. Do you find it more fun to give a hickey or receive a hickey? Mm. I think it's more fun to give a hickey. Wow. It's like when you. Why did you look at me? <laughs> we'll see you after the show. Yeah. <laughs> Tonight goes well. <laughs> it's just hoping that you'd say receive. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see your committee now. <laughs> nice. <laughs> good. Um, come on. Is Bring it, it on. not that you must put something cold against it, then take it off, and then put something warm against it, and then basically like re repeat? You are pretty much on the money. You <laughs> you, you, you wet it. <laughs> you you wet a spoon and then put it in the freezer for twenty minutes and then lay it on the hickey. So well done. You've yeah. got the point for that. Um, That's a real answer and a real point. What I will say at this point, uh, there is someone in the audience. There was a wedding that he was going to, and the week before, a few days before, there was a, a party, and the, the night before. <laughs> <laughs> there was a, a, a fancy dress themed party that he was going to and the theme was Disney and he thought he was being incredibly clever by going as Ariel by sticking an Ariel to the middle of his forehead oh, very good. And, after, and after about 30 minutes at the party took it off and his whole oh. head was welted red <laughs> he has tried all of the cures for hickeys none of them work it's not a hickey if you give it to yourself That's <laughs> hickeys are mutual I will yeah. say this if you do put an aerial on when you go to a wedding it doesn't work but for the reception so good and I can reveal that at the end of the show, after a barnstorming joke with six points to five, it is Dylan's team! Thank you very much to our panelists, Yassin Barnes and Alan Committee! To our agony uncles, Dylan and Simon Strait. And to our audience, thank you guys for listening. This has been Agony Uncles. Thank you and goodbye! Agony Uncles was devised by Simon van Veek, developed with Dylan Hitchens and Andrew Kerr, and written and performed by all three, with special guests Alan Committee and Yassine Barnes. You can send your Agony Uncles letters to info at brotherstreep.com or visit brotherstreep.com for more fun podcasts, songs, and videos. Thank you for listening. <laughs>